Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here with you today. How are you? I hope your week is off to a great start. I'm really excited to talk about being in the middle. Now, what do I mean by that? I want to talk about that part of our weight loss journey after we're excited, right? We decide we're going to set a weight loss goal. We decide we're going to follow a certain meal plan. We're going to eat a little bit differently. We're going to lose some weight. We're going to fit in some smaller clothes. We're going to feel more confident and we're excited about this. Our planning brain is super excited to plan for this weight loss journey. And then after a few weeks, it starts getting difficult. It starts getting mundane. It starts getting tiring. It starts getting harder. And the excitement wears off. So I want to talk about that moment where the excitement wears off. It's not as fun. We're not as excited up until we start seeing results, right? That moment in the middle, not that beginning excitement and not the hitting our weight loss goal ending, but that in the middle part. How can we stay consistent? How can we keep on keeping on while we're in the middle? And we're going to talk about that today, and I'm really excited about it. Before I talk about that, I want to just give a little side note about nutrition. So if you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you have heard a lot about fat adaption, insulin resistance, how we can become fat adapted and metabolically flexible to be our healthiest and lose weight the simplest. But if you're new and you haven't listened to some of those earlier episodes, which I encourage you to do, start with episode one, just a little reminder here. Our body wants to burn fat, but if we're sugar burning, it's going to be hard for our body to burn the fat we want it to burn. Because remember, our bodies have stored fat to use just in case food isn't available. The Lord created our bodies so beautifully that we would be able to survive even if we were in a famine, even if food was not available to us, our body would literally eat our stored fat. And so that's what we want even right now, even though food is always available to us, we have grocery stores, there's no problem for us, right, to get food. It's always available. We can always feed ourselves. 
But in between meals, we want to become metabolically flexible. So what that means is when we feed our body and it's burning sugar, right, the food we eat turns to sugar, and then the body is using that sugar for fuel. We want the insulin to come in, clean up any sugar that isn't being used, and then insulin goes down, blood sugar goes down, and as long as insulin and sugar are down, then the body will start releasing fat cells into the blood for fuel. It'll start replacing the sugar with our fat cells. And the great thing about that is when we're hungry, the body says, oh, well, let's just snack on her stored fat from her thighs. Let's just snack on her arms, on her belly. And your body will start releasing the fat cells. So in order to become fat adapted, which is what we want when we're losing weight, we have to watch our food and the times that we eat. And I wanted to bring this up because I'm currently going through what I like to call a nutrition reboot. So there might be a type of way you were eating for a while and you might have seen a plateau or maybe the scale stopped moving or maybe the scale is going up a little bit. And so you want to recheck your protocol. You want to recheck what you're eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So that's been the case with me. I've been at a plateau. I've been going up and down about seven pounds. I've been craving more carbohydrates. And as I was questioning, relooking, looking at my protocol, what I noticed was I was getting rid of a lot of the single ingredient God made carbohydrates. So for example, for lunch, I for a long time, I was eating ground chicken, about four to six ounces of ground chicken with a half a cup of rice, 10 cashews um, chopped up on top of there with like two cups of broccoli, delicious filling lunch. And then For some reason, and those of you that have tried to lose weight and you have a diet mentality like myself, we often will think to ourselves, oh, maybe I shouldn't be eating this rice. Rice is a carb. Carbs are bad. I didn't even realize all of my diet thoughts were coming back in and I was skipping the rice, I was skipping the potato, I was cutting all the carbs. And what's interesting, when we do this, at least in my experience over the last few weeks, I actually started craving more carbohydrates and not the single ingredient God made ones, not rice and potatoes. Oh no, no, (laughs) I was craving cereal and potato chips, and cookies, and crackers. And I was giving in to those urges because the cravings were were getting so strong. And I was also starting to incorporate over the last probably month or so, incorporating heavier weights four days a week. 
So my body was telling me we needed more carbs. And in my mind, I was thinking I needed to cut carbs. So I was cutting the good carbs, but allowing myself to just eat out of emotion the carbs that aren't so good for me. So the more that I was looking into this and figuring this out, I decided, you know, I need a nutrition reboot. So I sat down this weekend and I came up with a meal template for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm going to be including carbohydrates at every meal. So for example, for dinner, my template that I made for myself is four to six ounces of protein, a half a cup of single ingredient God made carbohydrate, two cups of vegetables, and a couple tablespoons of healthy fat, and then some peanut butter and dark chocolate. That's my template. And now I just finished my grocery list. And I decided what do I want in each of those food groups. So I got some quinoa, I got some jasmine white rice, I got some potatoes, I got some Brussels sprouts, broccoli, um, ground beef, ground chicken, chicken breast, steaks. And so I have all of the food groups, the foods that I'm going to want to incorporate in my meals. I also got some black beans because I thought that would taste good as a carbohydrate for dinner. So I wanted to offer that to you. If you are finding yourself having a hard time planning your meals, you feel like you're in a rut, you feel like you're having a lot of cravings, revisit and give yourself a reboot. In fact, I'm considering in November to do a four-week nutrition reboot. And I'd love to invite you all to join me in that. I just have to come up with a landing page and a link that I can give you so that you can sign up to do that with me. And we can do that for the month of November. What do you say? Would you be in? All right. So let's talk about when the excitement wears down, when we're not excited anymore to lose that weight. And if you're going through that right now, I just want to encourage you not to fight it, to not despise it, to not think there's a problem. Because a lot of times when we lose our motivation or we lose our excitement or something doesn't feel fun anymore, we think of it as a problem right? We think, oh my goodness, what's happening? This is terrible. And then we try to resist it. And we've talked about resistance on this podcast before, how when we resist things, they persist. So whatever you're going through, if you're going through this middle part and things are feeling less than exciting, I want to encourage you to embrace this part of the journey. Because it's in the middle that we grow. It's in the middle that we fight the hardest for who we want to become. And oftentimes when we're growing and becoming that person who's lost the weight, we often are doing it in the dark. We're doing it 
by ourselves. We're not getting the applause. We're not getting the compliments. Nobody's noticing that we're on this journey. And oftentimes, I talk to a lot of people who that discourages them. They'll say things like, nobody has noticed I've lost any weight. Nobody has said anything to me. Nobody's telling me they're proud of me. All I want is some recognition, right? And this is the human part of us that wants to be validated, that wants that dopamine hit of compliments. But a lot of times when we are in the middle of becoming a new person, creating new habits, and in the middle of our weight loss journey, we're not going to get a round of applause. We're not going to get compliments. Nobody's going to notice it. A lot of times these habits and these new identities and becoming this new person happens in the middle, which are the silent times, the silent years sometimes, if you will. And this is the part where we grow. Because remember, fast fixes don't last. Okay, now if something is happening fast, and some of you have experienced this before, myself included, maybe we take a diet pill, maybe we take an appetite suppressant, maybe we're taking something that's helping us lose the weight faster, right? And it's happening fast, and we get all of the compliments because it's happened so fast. But it doesn't last because the growth hasn't happened. There's no time for us to become the person who's at our ideal weight. There's no time for us to challenge our thoughts and allow our urges. There's been no time for us to grow into who it is we want to become as the person at our ideal weight. If we don't grow, we can't become her. So don't let yourself get discouraged by it not going fast enough and nobody noticing. I was listening to a sermon by Joyce Meyer, and she was talking about how Jesus in the Bible at eight days old, he got circumcised. And then at about a month and 10 days old, he was mentioned again in the Bible going through the purification rites for children. But then it wasn't until he was 12 that the Bible mentioned Jesus or described who Jesus was or what he was doing until he was 12 years old. So from 40 days old to 12 years old, the only thing the Bible says about Jesus is that he grew. And he was hidden. There was no applause for him. He was just growing, right? And the same thing with John the Baptist. He was in the desert. People thought he was crazy. And the Bible says during that time, he grew, right? And so I just want to encourage you, if you're in those silent middle moments and you're finding that nobody's noticing, you're feeling lonely, that this is the perfect time to be growing. And when we go through these moments, 
when we come out on the other side, we're a new person. And we can sustain what it is that we've been going through. I remember when I lost my 40 pounds, there were a lot of times I felt lonely. Day after day, sitting with my urges, practicing saying no to foods that weren't aligned with my goals. And not having anybody notice all of my hard work. And so what I want to encourage you is if you're feeling this, that you can be encouraging yourself as you're growing, you can be the one who notices, you can be the one who gives compliments. And you are the only one that can validate yourself. And it's the greatest gift for you if you're right now in the shadows, in the dark, doing the hard things by yourself, that you do not need external validation or compliments or dopamine hits, but that you can give them to yourself internally. And it's okay to want them. And it's okay even to maybe ask for them from time to time. But people will always disappoint. So make sure you're on this journey, you and God. God will encourage you. God will validate you. God is helping you grow. It's you and God on this journey. God will never disappoint. So I hope that's a little bit of encouragement for you. I also want to read Philippians 1 verse 6, where it says, And I am convinced and sure of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will continue until the day of Jesus Christ, developing and perfecting and bringing it to full completion in you. Don't let the hard, lonely time get the best of you. Remember, this is when you're becoming the person you want to become you and God together, and then be your own best friend. Tell yourself how amazing you are doing. All right, my friend, I love you. And thank you so much for being here and listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. And until next week, let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love, and victorious in Jesus. And if you want to set a goal to lose 30 pounds in 90 days, in the show notes, there's a link where you can book a free 30-minute Zoom call with me. And I'd love to see if we are a good fit to work together. All right, my friends, I love you. Have a great week.